Oh, okay. what was his great? What was his greatest asset? I don't know. He was I guess the crazy fucking dude in Backstreet Boys that was like going all hard, but nobody really liked them. No one really liked them. You're like the bad. They're like the bad boy of the group. I don't know if I'm the bad boy. Tandy's more like the bad boy. What? I, as, as hard as I work to maintain a reputation of not being that, I think I take offense. I'm not the bad boy. But I, you I'm know. Like, I'm gonna cue the music so we can start the show. Do that. I'm looking at pictures of Black Girls. Thank you, boys. That's the dude. That's John. That's me. I don't believe that's me, but I think that's how people see me. I'll be the crazy dude. Well, to everybody out there, I want you you to pull up a picture of the Black Boys. Pick the one you identify with. Keep that in mind as you watch the Can't Tell Nothing show. Which is what you're tuned into right now. Can't Tell Nothing show, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for the air <laughs> Is that a real sound, like, in the world? Of course it is. Of course. Like, I'm talking about outside of, like, music tracks. Like, was that used in machinery, in industry, somewhere? Is it... <laughs> Does that indicate something horrible happening? Something great happening? Yeah. I think it's an the ship is, is capsizing. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> like, what? Does no one like the air horn? I think if I were walking around like downtown Houston and I and I heard that, I would kind of be tempted to walk towards it to see actually what was going on and not away from it. Yeah, so that's just me. Okay. It sounds like a party. It sounds like a party. Well, what else sounds like a party is can't tell us nothing. So I'll get back to yes. the intro. <laughs> In that party, you might find John. You might find Amici. You might find Tandy. You might find myself. Antoine Improv Group out of Houston, Texas. And by improv, I mean we take opinions, discussions, topics, and make up scenes out of it. Just make it up out of thin air. We don't even know what we're gonna do until we get so inspired that we create characters in a world out of nothing. It's a lot of fun. Sometimes we're joined by special guests. Today, I, you can see it. We got we got a couple of people in this room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, I will gladly introduce this. So I did a class recently called Earning Your Absurdity. It was a brainchild of a lot of the improv journey I've been on and tools and devices and skills I picked up. And I was gracious to have students want to join that class and have some fun with it and in that class these four lovely people were some of the few that got to jump on our podcast and show their skills let us know how they who they are and their interests and just have fun on the pod you know something i thought would be an awesome way to do an in-class show uh, knowing that i couldn't provide them with a stage to do a show on this could be the stage so shout out to ronnie astrid Dara and Adam, let's go. What's up? And they also were very consistent. They showed up. So some of the stuff was you have to show up. <laughs> if you showed up, you enjoyed, you challenged yourself, you know, you were engaged, and you just tried to do your best. Man, let's go. Let's jump on this show. Let's have some fun. So these are some of those individuals that were doing that, and boom, we're here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Yes, no problem. Thanks for coming. So just yeah. to let our, not only my group, um, but some of the listeners, um, you guys can share with us what was the, not necessarily the class like, but what has this year been like having no physical improv and then now you see this class that pops up? Like, what is, what's going through your head? during COVID as an improviser or somebody who wants to find the stage. Yeah, I ended up working at a middle school this year. And so really the only improv that I did was in the middle school cafeteria with the students. And they didn't really know that they were doing improv with me. So that's 
probably the closest that I got to it. So to have this opportunity to be back in person with adults was <laughs> a whole lot better. Oh yeah. 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 I would think kids should be the the most purest improvisers on the planet, you know, but they don't understand it's improv, which makes them probably terrible at the same time. If only they knew you know, hey, I could do this, and it's a real thing, right? They would be geniuses at it. They do it all the time. But it's interesting you said that. Um, yeah, what about you, Adam? What you think? What was your... Um, for me, uh, I just miss actually being around people and performing because so my job doesn't allow me to work from home, so I was actually at work this whole time, but a lot of the people I work with got to work from home, so the, like, the minimal people I actually got to work with probably got sick and tired of me just attempting to act a fool sometimes because I didn't really have a, a place, like an outlet to mm -hmm. do anything with, right? So it's nice just to actually be in person and back around people to perform and uh, just see everyone again. Yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna highlight that word he said, outlet. I. I deeply believe people need a creative outlet in their life somewhere. And if you don't have it, it's just going to burst out of you at work or something. So Yeah. You're going to start break dancing at work because somebody played a song and you're like, why haven't I been dancing this whole time? I'm What am I putting printing shit off for? I should be dancing. Um, I think creativity for me, even as a young child, um, helped me process my emotions, like even if that was at the least, right? If I was a very emotional to the point where you couldn't really say anything to somebody without it becoming just a bunch of negative thoughts, right? I could just literally go to my room, paint, draw, write, or find, well, I used to do comics. I would draw and come up with characters and do comics. And I remember after two hours of focusing on that, whatever I was upset about had just transferred into what I was doing. And everybody that I'd hated, I forgot about why I hated them, right? Um, of course, until you get older. But, I mean, I recognize that even at a young age, right? <laughs> then you remember all those people oh, hated them. Like, they God. came back to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I remember that guy. <laughs> you know, you just get one of those vibes from people you've seen. Like old, <laughs> old teachers, you're like, you're cool now, but I really hated your ass. <laughs> but you're cool. So I like you now. Um, dope. Yeah, what about you, Ronnie? Well, actually, I got to kind of keep doing improv uh, during some of the pandemic. Down by where I live, there's a community theater, and they had a little kind of class get together. There was a guy who had, I guess, he did kind of improv, and he said, "Hey, I'll I'll put on a adult class." And so me and and some other folks from station kind of made it over there, and then uh, there was some other people that were not necessarily improvisers, but they wanted to learn. And it was a lot more short form kind of base, but so it was yeah. different than what we were learning at station, but it was fun. So we got to keep doing it. We were doing it with masks on. So it was mm -hmm. a little weird, yeah. uh, but it, let, it allowed me to kind of keep doing that on the side. And I, I fully agree with everybody else about the, you know, kind of having something that you can go and have that creative outlet. It was, it was good to keep that going uh, like we did. Yeah. That's wild. Mm -hmm. did, uh, did you guys put on shows or was it only class and rehearsal? We did do one show. So it was back uh, a couple months ago and it was like everybody had been vaccinated and we were finally at that point where oh, they could, oh, we could go yeah. without the masks and okay. uh, the audience still had masks on, but we, we actually did a little, uh, <laughs> a little show at the community theater and we just did kind of like, you know, the short form games. And people came out and people came out to watch yeah. it. Yeah, it was our family members. So yeah, it was one of those people came. It wasn't very well advertised. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. Awesome. <laughs> the people wanted entertainment. They didn't care. Yep. Yeah, I think people are ready just to get out of their houses. Like especially now, I just think they're ready to get out and start seeing stuff again. That's right. I'll be a I mean, like I went to the movies and there's like I went and saw like Fast and Furious. I even want to see it. I just want to get out of my house and just mm -hmm. see something. <laughs> I love it, man. I love Fast it. and Furious. Fast we don't care if you like it. 
Just no. get out of your house. <laughs> Adam was <laughs> furious watching it. Something. Something. Can't leave too, too soon. I need to sit through this. Um, no, I, I agree with you, man. Um, you know, for anybody, I don't know if you remember me saying this. I say it all the time. I like bad movies. <clears throat> I host bad movie parties. Bad movies. I think the stock of bad movies went up during COVID because people had like, I saw a tweet that said like somebody just beat Netflix, right? Like they watched every movie they could watch on Netflix, except for all the bad ones. The bad <laughs> ones, there's so many of them that have terrible plots that if you want some pure entertainment, right? It's like going to see, you know, well, well I'm not going to say that. Um, I just like it as a form of entertainment. There's, it's so unpredictable. They're terrible. But when you get groups of people together, they seem to all become entertained by this terrible movie that we're watching. Um, so I dove into that a lot deeper and start coming out with some incredibly bad movies that I wouldn't even have got a right time to go to had COVID not happened. So does Netflix have a category bad movies? I don't think they do. And I, I don't think so, but I thought about it, you know. Would yeah, that offend you as a director if you got your movies kept getting put in a bad movie genre? <laughs> Probably initially, but if over yeah. time I'm like a cult classically bad movie, then I'm cool with that. But at first, that would hurt my feelings because I didn't set out. I don't. Do you think people set out to make bad ones? No, I don't. I don't. So, no. I, don't. I, think, I, think, I think I think they set out. To, yeah, I think Go they ahead. set out to make money. <laughs> I think somewhere <laughs> along those lines is where you get the bad ones. We're like, I don't, I don't even care. Just get it done. Whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> we can't lose any more money on this movie. Finish it, and then they put what it was out. That movie and... that was made. There's that movie made about it, right? The guy who didn't want to make the bad. You want to make a good movie? It was with like James Franco, right? Yes, it was called Disaster oh, yeah. Movie. They yeah. made a movie about uh, a bad movie that was made. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That still is not as good as watching the original terrible movie. I think it made more context. It made it funnier to me personally. Yeah, um, yeah those kinds of movies, disaster movies. Yeah, that's what they. That's what the genre should be called: disaster movies. Yeah, it doesn't sound Box as bad. Office bombs. <laughs> that's I mean, just terrible. Box <laughs> off the TV. Um, yeah, I can't remember the name of the movie company, but there's like like Toxic Avenger and movies like that, I mean, they know they're kind of cheesy and like low budget, but they still attract an audience and they still make money. And like, they know, like they know their audience. So they know they can make it kind of cheesy, but people will still see it. And I think um, they kind of found their little niche there. Just, hey, our movies aren't gonna be the greatest. They're not gonna be the greatest, biggest budget, but they're just, people are still gonna come see them, whether even if it's like straight to video or on Netflix it's, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's niche. Mm -hmm. And see a movie like that, I, I I've seen like clips of Toxic Avengers. I don't think I'll I don't think I'll ever watch a full movie. I don't know. <laughs> but I kind of put those movies in like the same category as uh, South Park. Like South Park isn't trying to make a good looking show necessarily, right? The animation, it looks very cheap, at least in the early yeah. on. And they know it and they went with it because that was their mm -hmm. thing. And like you said, John, even the beginning of the show, they're like, the impressions they use are horrible. Like, they're not trying to do good celebrity <laughs> impressions, and they tell you right off the top. But it's a good show at the end of the day. Like, it, it, it achieves what they went out to achieve. And more sometimes. Yeah. And more. There are <laughs> that uh, also are just knockoffs of a really popular one, you know? Oh, like, Star Wars God. will come out, and then Star... Battles. Star battles, yeah. Star, yeah, skirmishes. Yeah, yeah star, star skirmishes. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like um, <laughs> Patricio Neil has a joke about how bad the Sci-Fi Channel's title names were, and they said that they would take a popular movie's title and they would just make it so plain and simple. Like, instead of Jurassic Park, they would say dinosaur. Uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Dinosaur Garden or Dinosaur Forum <laughs> or something like that. Um, or a man getting chased by dinosaur or something like that, right? That's what that reminds me of. Mm -hmm. I hate those types of movies. I think it, the disaster, I think the title is a part of the entertainment of the movie, right? So if you 
if you make a basic, for example, RoboCop, right? If they would have called it Robotic Cop, right? That would have been a terrible name. It would have been a terrible name. And it would have skewed how you watched it. You would have been like, man, that movie was pretty dope. Why the fuck did they name it Robotic Cop? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but RoboCop is basically the same thing. It just has a better, you know, sound to it. Rolls um, off the tongue. Rolls off the tongue, even though it's literally the same exact premise. Robotic cop. <laughs> we we, we cut to a we cut to a kind of like a writer's room office table sort of situation. A bunch of people sitting around a table uh, towards at the. All right, guys. <sighs> We, we can't put this off any longer. We filmed the movie. It is done. We just need a title. So we got to start putting our heads together here and think about what should this movie be called? Remember, we want to make a splash at the box office. We want to excite people's imagination. Let's think about what this movie is about, the message of it. Let's find a title that's really, mm, really hits you right where it needs to be hit. Um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, we did a lot of rewrites, so a lot of things that would change from the original concept. Can we just go over what the final film turned out to be before we, you know, na- name it? I think that would help. I mean, you, we, context. we've been working day and night on this film. We all know. Yeah, rewrites happen. We have to make changes. Sorry, guys. I brought the coffee. I was late. I thought we were going to be done way earlier than this, but apologize. I'm here. Yeah, well, this is this is the last piece of the puzzle, John. It's the last piece of the puzzle. Just we just need a name for this movie. That is that is it, and then we can get it out to the to the movie theaters, to people's homes, maybe Netflix. What do, what do we call it? Last movie ever. It's not bad. Last movie ever. Yeah. How does that tie into the to the story? Of the movie. I don't think it does, but I, don't I think, it think it'll make people want to go see it. <laughs> yeah, but it's the go. last movie. I mean, it's the last chance to get out of your house, right? I mean, some yeah. people will just go to see that. I mean, think about the marketing, right? We just put up a bunch of billboards that says, get in line right now for the last movie ever, right? Boom. Well, don't, I say, this is just uh, my thought is if we start running an ad, like a big ad campaign like that, um, do you think it would cause fear in people? Like they may start going out and, you know, maybe doing other stuff instead of going to the movie. You, oh, you think that will, <laughs> no like, one's going like to watch the movie it, they're after. Like, like they're or, saying, this is the last movie ever. Like what's going to happen before that, that like, I need to get done. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. you think like, they're going to the put it off in? until... Until they're finally ready to sit down and watch the last movie ever. Yeah, because to me, when I see last movie ever billboards, I'm like, they know something. Like, they know something's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> like, I would go out and see my family, hang out with them, and then like, okay, I'm ready to see this movie. And then afterwards, obviously, world probably going to end. I think <laughs> I think Adam is on to a good point here. I feel like we're sending a weird message to the to our possible fans. We, we, we cut to two weeks later. They did do that. They dated Dawson and Gamma, and nobody went to see it. They zero dollars at the box office. Well, all right, um, um, guys, it looks like everybody was did go and do everything else instead of going to see our movie. Guys, we made zero dollars at the box. That means none of us went to go watch the movie either. <laughs> Why? I, we had stuff to do. Man, my grandmother yeah. called me and told me that I needed to come over and and help her because she thought the world was going to end. It was a terrible idea, man. It was a terrible idea. Why did you let us do that, Antoine? I didn't. I, I tried to tell you guys. You're running this thing, man. We're just writers. Yeah. You said Adam had the best idea, and you're going to go with. We're going to yeah. go with that idea. We need. To, we need to make a movie to fix this. Then we need to make. A, that's why I brought Ronnie in to oh. to help us out here. We need to make a movie to fix this mistake because now everybody thinking the world oh is going to end any day now, and it's chaos out there. Ronnie, you you still making them old um, those those lifetime movies, man? You still ever make yeah. them lifetime movies? Ronnie? I think that's what we need—a feel-good lifetime movie. Right? No, I mean that's I think that's the direction we need to take this. So, I mean, last movie ever was a, was a little bit much to to put on the audience, but you know what they want to see. Uh, just this is based on my experience, at least, has been you know that that dark boyfriend, right? 
the one that you just you know he's the the, you the say one, dark boyfriend the dark boyfriend that's right the one that, that she just can't trust he's got the you know the, the the past that we don't understand we need we need that character you know in this in this movie to really bring the finality right I so, ask, is he literally dark I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah i mean he he's got uh he's got a trench coat on he's uh he's he's in the darkness, he's in the shadows. Uh, he comes. He comes oh. from a, a dark place. He comes from a dark place. I yes. Are are his family members dark as well? I I'm really fascinated now about this this boyfriend. Yeah. No, I I think that he he had a rough upbringing. I mean, that's where his uh, where the the problem started. I mean, he probably had a you know not a good role model for a dad, if there was one. I don't know. I mean, this is this is all stuff we can explore when we start mm-hmm. the writing process. What? Yeah. If- yeah, you know, what if we had, you know, I know the the dark boyfriend in the city. What if there's a country boy who's going to teach her the true meaning of Christmas and they can just move out to, you Perfect. know, yes. no, bring that, in some lightness, kind of the opposite of the last movie ever. Yes, yeah. I agree. What, gotta do oh, that. what if both of them were like the two angels that sat on her shoulders? It was like the ex dark bad boyfriend versus the Christmas light Good boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I think we got something there, guys. I like it. That, that, that's that sounding good to me. Well, um, then let's. Uh, we got to think of a title for this. I don't want to get into the same issue we got into last time. How about the last well, good movie ever? Yeah, John. <laughs> we didn't clarify it was a good yeah. movie. Maybe they thought, "Why well, waste my time at the end of the life watching I a random movie?" The <laughs> only way to to get past. Uh, what we did last time um and that's be a long title but it's just gonna be every like all the happy adjectives you can think of it's gonna be called like happy joy good luck etc you know a bunch of long happy words movie just so people know this it's gonna be a good this gonna be a happy movie i'm gonna feel good leaving it obviously adjectives Not adjectives, just a bunch of positive adjectives. <laughs> the movie. That's that's just me though, Lynn. I I just brought donuts here for you guys and I couldn't help but over here, but it just sounds like you're doing a thesaurus and 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 that's cool. How about the last good movie the sequel? Or the good last That's good. movie. That's good. Guys, this is our audience. Okay, <laughs> listen to the customer. <laughs> listen to the customer. We cut to we cut to two people outside of a movie theater looking at the movie poster of this movie, trying to read the title. I, it's, I, What's wrong, baby? Well, I'm, there are so many words. I, I not only you have to stand here and then walk around to the side to see the rest of the poster. Yeah, I don't know what Hollywood's doing nowadays, man. That's, I mean, they I think doing that's anything. Overkill. I think it's overkill. You know, they're mm-hmm. putting all this happy, joy, fantastic, amazing, stupendous, wonderful. Yeah. I, I yeah. can't even read the rest mm-hmm. on the other side. But that must mean that the movie's bad. You know, I think that they're yeah. just trying to lay on all of this stuff to try to cover up. It's probably from yeah. that same stupid company that made the last movie ever. They're trying to yeah. recoup their money. I know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and by the way, I'm sorry for saying I wanted to divorce because I thought the world was going to end. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for saying I wanted to divorce. <laughs> Still Cause apologizing. Because of, of the movie. I mean, you'd be apologizing for life. This fool left me over a movie. <laughs> Shout out to the people in the chat coming up with their own movies. I think someone said trauma. Is that, yeah. is that a movie? Oh, trauma. Tra- trauma. That's the name trauma. of the film company for Toxic Avenger and all those. Oh, those oh okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Charlotte, shout out to Carlos. <laughs> so Cameron mentioned how he loves how no other studio made a movie after this movie either. Oh, <laughs> well. I guess they're we're done. Yeah, all the carpenters, all the lighting, all the everybody's associated with the industry, they just shut down. Yeah. Sure. Like, oh, they made it. They finally made it. Yep. So let's take a guess right now, because I have you guys on. How many fast and the furious do you think we're gonna get? Are you, you think we're 
Are you going to include spinoffs as well, or just the ones that are called Ooh, Fast good and question. Furious? Good question. That's a good question. Um, I'm thinking Maine. Maine squeezes. No, no, no Hobbs and Shaws. Is it, that I don't think that worked. That was Fast and Furious presents the Tarrant. The ter- oh, what's the what's a cartoon? There's a cartoon. There's a cartoon. Lord. What's his, what's the, what's Vin Di- what's the Vin Diesel's last name in that movie? Uh, for- Toretto. Toretto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Toretto's. I think it's called. I don't um, think it works, man. I don't think it um, works. Man. I'm gonna throw I mean, out twelve in the main. We're, we're, they're at eleven, right? They're um, at nine. nine. They're at nine now. This is the ninth. <sighs> I would say twelve or thirteen, probably. It's- I mean, people are going to see him, like I said, just because they know. Just because. Does it have to have Ben Diesel in it? Is that the only criteria for it to be truly? I mean, if he's still there, or if they're just calling him fast. That is curious. true, because what if he leaves in The Rock? Because The Rock is in some of them, too. So if The Rock, the Rock takes over. Yeah. Fast Jason Statham is there somehow. I'm a big Jason Statham fan. Yeah. 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 I'm a now I'll go see one. Uh, you don't think yeah. you don't think Tyrese will take over? He's not doing anything else. Tyrese is the worst character. I don't even watch those. Ludacris is a is the intelligent dude in the show in the movie. <laughs> we don't. Uh, uh, you just uh, really messed that up. Be a big deal. Like Tyrese used to be a big deal. When he was singing those when he was singing those Coca Cola commercials, like when he was like. Newly discovered, and everybody's like, "Who's this guy?" And yeah. then he started yapping, and we're like, "Cancel this!" As soon as guy. he started talking, yeah, stop like, talking. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Let's do your movies. Just do the thing. <laughs> Just do the thing. But his movies aren't that great, and yeah. I'm not a big uh, Pete Davidson fan, which I've never met him. So sorry, Pete. Not sorry. Hopefully, you. I fuck with you whenever I meet you. Nonetheless, the funniest thing he said was that. um he, when he was shitting on Tyrese being the comedic, uh, he, he's a comedic actor in Fast and the Furious. And he was like basically saying how many other comedians that could take that job and have done better than Tyrese being that he was so like, how could you make Hobbs and Shab and before you made this movie? And everyone's like, no one watches Fast and the Furious for you, Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. There's no Tyrese doll in Fast and Furious. I can't even remind. I don't even know what you do in the movies. Right? I don't know. Are you drive? Do you fix them? Do you just smile? I don't know. What are you doing, Tyrese? <laughs> I know what Ludacris does. He's the smart guy. That's all I know. <laughs> Tyrese no doll. What does, yeah, what does he do? But, yeah, Pete Davidson had a point, man. Like, how many comedians... Could have been eating off of that role, but they got an unlikable R and B singer. Uh, <laughs> I think he, I think he sees himself as an actor. I think he thinks that. Like, who would you have? Who would you have? If you could think of like a comedian to put in that Tyrese role, though, like who would you want to see? I guess I would have took a young guy, and I might not even have took a comedian, but because <clears throat> sometimes comedians we just go over the top. Um, I would have, if I could think of a guy who would have taken that job, I would have cast him. No, I wouldn't have done Kevin Hart Miranda. That's too obvious. Kevin Hart pops up in Hobbs and Shaw. I would have done, I would have mm-hmm. done Craig Ferguson. Yeah. <laughs> now think of that, right? You would have watched it because Craig Ferguson is in it. Tyrese doesn't make you want to watch it. Craig Ferguson <laughs> makes you want to watch it. What the fuck is Craig Ferguson going to do with Fast and Furious? I don't know. He's funny. Exact opposite of Tyrese. He is. But he can play serious roles. He played in James uh, Brown's biopic. He's a musician. He's witty. Why not, right? He's big, but I think that's diversity. Makes it funny. Versus Tyrese. I mean, Mm. Some kind of Scottish super villain or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. We had Charlie Theron. We had Jason Statham. I like Jason. Run through all those. I could watch a movie of Jason Statham going, and every character in the movie is Jason Statham. 
<laughs> I could watch a movie with him doing different, and he wouldn't even have to change his voice for the different characters. <laughs> wearing different outfits, man. just wearing different outfits and different wigs. And did I was you, like, "Damn, this is a good movie." Did you see him in Spy with Melissa McCarthy? That's a good one. Mm -hmm. I saw it. I liked it. That's a good one. I like yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Melissa is the beast, right. man. <laughs> but that, that's an interesting question because Tyrese is supposed to feel like comedic role in an action movie and I was thinking who who these ben days Stiller? would even be that ben like Stiller? I'm sorry Ben Stiller was a funny action guy in Tropic Thunder yeah no, no I, I was actually thinking of, of black actors because I was mm -hmm. that's where mm -hmm. I was struggling I was thinking of before him yeah like Chris Tucker who was in movies like that? You had Eddie Murphy. Um, I was going to say Craig Craig Robinson because I think it'd just be funny to see him in an action movie. He's just yeah, because um, he's not action at all. No, but I think <laughs> it'd just be funny just to see him, because even if it wasn't like the main star, but just to be like a supporting character in an action movie. Yeah. Just to, yeah. I think that'd be kind of funny to me. Yeah. By the way, I meant Craig Robinson, not Craig. Is Craig that what you mean? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, Craig Ferguson's yeah. like some sort of late night TV host. British late night TV. I host. know. I, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, John, that's cool. That's no, cool. No, 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 no. Miranda said, <laughs> like Danny Glover. <laughs> Danny Glover. I can see Donald Glover. <laughs> I wasn't for Danny. Glover. <laughs> I think she made back in the day. I think she made back in the day. Look now. Like, okay. uh, well, she said Michael Che. Can you see Michael Che like really getting into it? I don't Maybe see him like, as an actor. Man, yeah. I mean, there would be so he's much doubt. He's disconnected. Yeah. yeah. He, he casts so much doubt. Like, you wouldn't even believe the movie's going on. He'd be probably breaking all the, the third walls with his comments. <laughs> and oh, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. What about Chris Red? Chris uh, Red? He's on that scene. Oh, uh, yeah, Chris Red. He's comedian. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what? He's unassuming <laughs> enough. <laughs> Cause he blew. What is that? Never stop. Uh, pop, nope, stop. Never stop. Never stop. stop. Oh, he was hilarious. Don't stop. Never stop. Don't stop. Oh, oh man. <laughs> that was funny. I, I see Chris Red, and I would give him a shot. I think he would do phenomenal. Yeah. Oh phenomenal. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I can see that. Good. Yeah. Sean cool. says Arsenio. We can't forget about Arsenio. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it was so. I, I'm Remember, these people are running, jumping, firing <laughs> machine guns. <laughs> Danny Glover. Danny Glover, Arsenio Hall, and we cut uh, back to that writing. Movie. We cut back to the writing's room. They're pitching another movie, an, an actor movie. All right. Um, so I think for this one. <clears throat> I think I want to cast Danny Glover as the lead action guy in the new Blade. What y'all thinking? I can see it going that way. I can see it going that way. I you think see we see Danny Glover playing we, Blade. We could pull in a whole new audience. We could pull in the six p.m. crowd. You know the the ones who go to the movie Twilight Time because they're home before uh, before seven. They've already had their dinner by four thirty. Um, you know the you know the population I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about here. The retirement. Uh, can can retirement. you clarify for me? I, I yeah. have so no, many no. populations in my head right now. I don't. We're know talking. We're talking. We're talking about the retirees. I mean, oh, the baby yeah. boomers. They're a really big population. They've got disposable income. They've got time. Uh, they can commit to fandom uh, mm. now that they don't have anything going on. So I mean, I think if we pull some of the older guys out, you know, people so that, their age mates. So yeah. it's Blade. Yes, it's Danny Glover. Yes, but he's he's also relatable. He may he's be a vampire, a but he's an old vampire. He's an old vampire. He's a daywalker. He's, he's a daywalker. Day he's got a dad bod, and he's got a dad. He's got a dad bod. He's still wearing the same outfit. Same <laughs> outfit, like the tight spandexing, but it's clearly clearly dad not bod. And he has his regular dad. He has his regular voice too, Danny Glover's I've, I've, voice. I've done I've done focus groups. I I did a focus group a couple of weekends ago to find out how older moviegoers respond to men with gray hair. We cut, to, we cut to that focus group. We cut to that focus group. Okay, what do you think about this guy? All right, just look on the wall here. Look at him. 
all of the top is gray, gray in the beard, gray mustache. Uh, you Looks see smart. this guy. He looked exactly. I'm going to write that down. It's real smart. smart. Wise. 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 Yeah. I like that. Any other thoughts about this guy? Uh, Adam, you got to yeah. speak up. You're, you're little, yeah, we can't uh, hear you there. Sorry. He looks Sorry. pretty hot. He's hot. I'm going to write yeah. that down. Hot. I was, okay. I was going to say he looks like um, tough, you know, mm. like he'd be strong, like tough, but also probably kind of sensitive. Like you would trust him. Tough, mm -hmm. sensitive, and trustworthy. Could you see this guy in an action movie? I mean, you know, some running, some jumping, but mostly giving wisdom to I the I, I can see that. You can. It's like, okay. He's you can strong on the inside, mostly. Mm -hmm. Strong yeah. on the inside. Do you think that's not, where? You think that's not where? Physically fighting, but maybe just you know convincing his opponents to to lay down their weapon and a yeah. mental a mental yeah. battle, if you will, but through mm -hmm. polite convincing. Oh, good. Yeah. These are great notes. Great notes. You know, he's got a lifetime of experience of fights at, at this point, so he can, you know, lay that wisdom on, on any all, oh. all these, these young guys who these young vampires who, who don't know any better. You know, oh. and you see him as a vampire. <laughs> we go back to the writers' room. So at the focus group, yeah, they essentially just want to see an old vampire talk to people, <laughs> give them life lessons. Exactly. Yeah. It was yeah. full of wisdom. You know, he could use that. Um, they thought he was trustworthy. They thought he was strong mm -hmm. on the inside. I mean, if nothing else, vampires generally don't uh, look like really strong uh, brutes. They've That's got that true. sense. Exactly. They've got that yeah. sensitivity and they will kill you. I mean, yeah. you've seen that Twilight kid. He looks like oh, a sheet of paper. Exactly. Yep. 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 The whole family was like a sheet of paper. Go ahead. I'm he's, he's he's like snuggly with a sword. Mm -hmm. Snuggly, like, right? I got, sword, I got the snuggly. perfect title too. I'm thinking about uh, what you what you guys think about the last blade ever and scene. <laughs> 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 it better be, better be goodness. <laughs> blade ever. I would never watch it. <laughs> Snuggly with a sword. Come here, you. Now, can you imagine the opening scene with a, in the club and a Danny Glover with all this leather and, and a like white grayish <laughs> blade haircut going? I think you guys need to get out of here. <laughs> Speak up, Danny. We couldn't hear you. You know, like we no techno know. music in the background. Yeah, just loud, loud, loud. No one's like, yeah. what is Scott saying? And he's like cutting people up. Like, oh, he's killing them. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should make that the last blade ever. Somebody should get that from Marvel. Oh God, I love yeah. it. <laughs> awesome, awesome, cool. Uh, since we got some time, I want to actually give us more time to do this. <clears throat> I want to check out TMZ for the story that uh, came across my, um, let's call social medias. And of course, if you're a millennial or a person with a small a, a social media or a phone, smartphone, typically you're probably a part of the group of individuals that get a, in, inbound of all these different shares of the craziness that exists in the world we live in. <clears throat> a lot of those come out of TMZ. So um, I'm going to show this actual video of a woman literally trying to buy clothes. And I believe she said it was like she got a free coupon to come in and get something from Victoria's Secret. And in her trip to go get something from Victoria's Secret, a customer tried to assault her. Now, we don't know what happened before and all that all we know is the video and while you're watching this video for everyone's watching including my guest i want to ask yourself and answer this question <clears throat> what would you do if you were the lady with the camera all right so is everyone ready everyone ready to see this one yep all right let's go okay oh, no it's you it's you uh -uh, uh -uh. now you are oh my god Oh my god! Did you see this? Oh my god! I'm not, 
I never thought nothing like this would happen to me. She just tried to run and hit me. And now she... Did you see her? You saw her, right? They all saw her. Oh, my God. Karen had a breakdown. She tried to hit me. Ask your workers. She tried to hit me. She tried to hit me. Now I want security for you. Oh my god! Oh my god! Don't charge me. Oh, you wanna? Yeah, she. I'm scared to even approach her. I think how people are still checking out. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Business never stops in America. Absolutely. No security. No nothing. Like, I got, I got places to be. Look, nobody. Why she walk away from me? No, I was here. No, 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 no. We're not doing this. Why don't I walk away from her? Why don't she get away from me? She could get away. Go wherever you want to go. This is crazy. Oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. Hold on. Oh, sorry. Let me let me rewind that. Oh, how dare let me rewind you. that. Let me rewind that. Over that slow fall down. Let me rewind. There it is. There it is. That one foot out. Lean down. The grab on. Control. Don't hurt too bad. Yeah. <laughs> you can get your hands nicely. Safe on the purse. Safe. Get your hands under you and catch yourself. You keep lying, saying I'm threatening you. So I'm recording to protect myself. This is Victoria's Secret. You see the workers in the back? Mm-hmm. They like this is normal. Yeah, how is there no one taking her out of the store? That's what I don't I never understood this part. I was like, is she part owner? Is she is a daddy on the store? Crazy lady. Can she attack me and try to say I attacked her? You come, look. Oh, y'all better get this lady. Security. Security. Look at this. Oh, my goodness. Yes, can y'all get her away from me? Get her away from me. Okay, okay. We've seen exactly what that was. I think she might legitimately be some sort of witch. I think, I think the camera phone was melting her slowly. <laughs> so Stealing when myself. I watched this for the first time, I immediately thought about when my children have tantrums mm-hmm. and when I do not get them calm or when I, when I let's say, egg it on even, they start to believe I am the bad person because of how they feel, right? Mm-hmm. Because... The original thing they did is what caused you to get in trouble, which brought on the tantrum. But the fact that I'm not, you know, putting you or isolating you, getting in a place where you can calm down, I'm kind of like just letting it fester. My children will do the same thing. They're like, Daddy, you're mean. I don't understand. You don't never let me talk. And I'm like, that's not true. I got the same feeling and vibe from this video here. By the way. Still never forget about the question. So I want to go around and hear people's thoughts. What do you do if you are the woman with the camera? Open table. I mean, I can see. I would like to know what happened beforehand. Obviously, something bad enough for her to start filming, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, if I don't know if I would. I would have turned off the camera. I thought it was kind of funny that like it started off where she was kind of next to her, but then you, she got like that, that shelf between the two of them because she knew something was as soon as she's getting off the floor, she's going to do something. But I mean, I probably would have just kept the camera on. I mean, if you know, yeah. Would, would, you ever chop, would you ever go back to that Victoria's secret? Uh, I mean, I might like walk by it and kind of peek in and be like, is she, is she here? Oh, she's not here. You run in real fast and get something and leave. Interesting. I want to hear more. Of, I yeah. Hear yeah, I like how, I mean, I probably would have done the same, maintained a distance, but kept the camera on and probably just kind of said some stuff in a low voice that she could barely hear, but sounds like I'll 
observe. Danny Glover voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Danny There's Glover blade. Voice. <laughs> yeah, the subject is now <laughs> doing this in the wild. And now is acting out, and, blah, blah, blah. and that would have just made her even more crazy. Talk, talk about a scenario where an adult tries to win and or get their way. Because that's what I saw, as opposed to her saying, this is so overwhelming for me. I'm going to leave. I need to go lay down in my car and <laughs> get myself together. She stays there and she tries all of these antics to, to in, in essence, win this battle. Like, I know all these, th I'm doing all these things, but I need everybody to see this person as the instigator or the bad guy. And she doesn't give up until yeah because eventually the cops do come she they uh you know i guess she agrees to leave the mall because the the lady was asking that they escort her out because she's like i'm gonna keep shopping i don't know if she's gonna run back on me and attack me in other stores you need to ask her to leave the mall so eventually she does leave but she was not gonna leave that spot until some kind of way she got a win you know you can't just see this thing and call me this thing. I'm going to prove my point or I'm going to make everybody see this lady is responsible. Oh my gosh. That's, that's <clears throat> it's interesting to see what happens to someone when their denial is just ripped from them mm. and they have to face it. Mm -hmm. Choices yeah. they make. Yeah. You know, so earlier that day, <clears throat> before I got this message, um, I, I, I have all like the major news channels uh, alert my phone, not because I want to track the world, but I, I read a lot of finance information and, you know, global things can impact markets. <clears throat> um, well, one of the first things I saw this morning was one of the ladies who was at the Capitol riot, she was supposed to go to court, but her plea was that, um, she has a divine spirit and that the court of law doesn't apply to her. Her proof, and I can't make this up, I can look it up. Her proof was that she did some DNA tests and found out that her DNA of her family existed in America before the laws that became known as the Constitution. Now, to me, that made me go, wait a second. <laughs> You went to the Capitol to fight over the Constitution, and now you're in disagreeing with the Constitution. What? Are you serious? But that was the first thing I woke up to. And I was like, wow, this world is getting so tone deaf. People are tone deaf. And then I saw a video like that, and I was like, man, like this is not just an isolated thing. There are mass groups of people who either feel so self-entitled or self-righteous that they will deliberately cause other people uncomfort and pain. Um, or there's some people who are just so disillusioned mm. that they, maybe they're feeding themselves or their group of people are feeding themselves the same BS lie that they actually believe it. And that's probably worse because how do you convince somebody, you know, <laughs> even though their eyes are open that they're not blind, right? You know, cool. if they believe they're blind, dude, you could see me, I'm standing right here but I can't, it, right? It, it got me thinking when you said like what her, um, her reasoning was. So like when you, during the video, you mentioned like, oh, look, the people are still like kind of shopping and doing their thing while the woman's on the ground going crazy. So that's like, I thought that'd be kind of weird reaction. Like, I, cause I don't know what I would do, but then now I'm imagining if I were like a judge and then she walked into my courtroom and I was like, okay, like what's your plea? And she's like, well, not guilty because you know, ancestors and stuff. Like I'm allowed to kind of, you know, I'm above the law because I'm like I'm pre constitution. Like I don't know, like, like I, I don't know what I would like. How like how do you deal with that? Like it, like in a court, like as a if in you're a court? judge, prosecutor, like how would you? I don't understand like how you even Here, would do it. Here's how it would be get done. From some experience I have with courts, they will read the law that they broke in its full extent. And they would ask them, do you feel like you apply to this law, whether you agree or not? And if you don't agree, <laughs> you know, it, you're going to get convicted of a crime and maybe have further evaluation. Um, 
it's not like one thing I saw, I felt when I watched that video, and I want to ask um, Amici's point because he hasn't said much. Amici always has these very intriguing perspectives, so I like him. One thing I thought about is I and I started asking myself this question because of the media. When I see incidents like that, I go, "Okay, you can't rule out mental health, right?" Um, however, it leads me to ask the second question: Whose accountability does that really fall on? Right. I mean, if I know that, let's say I have a temper tantrum and I go to public places and this happens often. Right. And I explode. I even say to myself, I'm going to have an anger explosion as I'm going off on somebody. And then I, you know, slowly faint to the ground and I get back up stronger. You would think I'm a crazy MF who needs to be seriously kept away from society, right? But some people don't get that same, like, outcome or outlook. Um, And I'm not saying mental health doesn't have a part of it because it clearly does. I share this with, I feel like, I don't know, no disrespect to anybody working in mental health, but I don't know as a country what we do with it. We have some of the worst, like, (laughs) like some of the worst mental health with some of the highest prosperity some of the most diversity, multiple cultures. Does that offer play into it? I don't know. But I know when you let people get away with things and have no accountability, right, for as much as they can imagine, it's going to reinforce all those bad behaviors and make them use mental health as a crutch, you know. Um, and, and I want to say <clears throat> this may not be – a comfortable position, but if you're on the receiving end of one of those tantrums, regardless, they're going to get the hands or something. You got to do something to defend yourself. This is you, you can't do a diagnosis. <laughs> they they gotta get the hands. We'll throw it down at the Victoria's Secret. Hey, I, the woman could have right. She could have engaged with her aggressively and violently. She could have right, but she didn't. She and she dodged the, the camera was some sort of repellent that she had to get a distance away from it. It was you fascinating. Mean she could have given her a spanking, which is kind of. Yeah. No. Spanked her. Okay. Discipline. Get on her level. That lady, that lady knew what she was doing because she said later on when the cops came that she didn't want to lose her. Her job is it? She's a TA, a teacher assistant in a middle school. She didn't want to lose her job. Oh, she didn't want oh, to lose Lord. her apartment. She didn't want to. She knew that you know something public like that with the the racial uh, makeup of the of the participants in the in what was going on. All of that, you know, it had some implications in 2021, and she so didn't want that loss. Nobody would have knew who you were if you just walked out of the. the How about toilet. that? How about <laughs> and, that? And you know who else gets called into that court, Adam? The manager of Victoria's Secret. Uh-huh. The fuck are you doing? If somebody <laughs> can chase another customer around, <laughs> even if you don't even understand what happened, if you imagine being the manager coming back from lunch, all right, y'all, <laughs> what, the, what, 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 the, what the fuck is going on? What are y'all doing? And then somebody passes out, you're like, what? What's wrong with her? <laughs> what? I didn't say no bullet. What's going on? Should I be ducking? You would be like, everybody get the fuck. <laughs> everybody, yeah. Turn the store around, all right? Everybody get out. We cut. We cut to the break room of Victoria's Secrets. Oh gosh, it is a madhouse out there, y'all. Coming in here to eat my tuna sandwich. It is my lunchtime, twelve o'clock. <laughs> And I'm telling y'all, I'm, I'm glad they put me back here folding off the inventory. I ain't trying to be out there in the floor. Them people crazy. Oh, yeah. my God. Are, are, those, are those five women still fighting? They are still fighting, Amici. You know, five I thought, I, all five of them. All together. Listen, five-way fight. I, I, I made an announcement that we're going to have a special sale on the um, rack of panties in the front, you know, thinking that might diffuse it. Did nothing. All the other people who weren't fighting went and took advantage of the sales. It's been it's useless. It's Man, like there's panties in the air everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, about that, man. Yeah, they really do because 
See, there's Adam right there. I didn't think he was going to make it because they hit well, him I in the back of the head and he started <clears throat> bleeding. Are you okay, Adam? I'm good. I just need to come back here and ask a question. This lady, look, I'm trying, she's trying to use this coupon. The coupon code's not working. Can one of you all, like, I mean, volunteer mm -hmm. to come out mm -hmm. and help? No. No. Let me way. see that. Let no. me see the coupon. Okay. Just, just, yeah. Just type in XY19 Panty Panty. That'll get the nope. discount. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. even if it doesn't, honestly, I'm just going to tell her to take them and just keep walking because okay. it's not worth it. Oh, oh, Adam, 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 get that head wound checked out, man. That dash is deep. I'm an hour till lunch. Let me, you know, give me a minute, guys. I mean, I'll, I'll be back. Don't worry. Oh, he was doing a great job. I think I love how he is just out there handling it. I think mm -hmm. if we just stay back here, mm -hmm. if we stay Definitely. here, we'll handle here. Exactly. I know I'm late. I know I'm late. I'm sorry. I uh, mm -hmm. Is the manager here? Is the manager here? It's crazy out there. No. Yeah. One of those women, they got like a crossbow or something. They're, oh, they're wow. arrows flying. I had to it's grab one of, the, one of the mannequins and, and use that as a shield to get back here. Woo. Um, and, and this is your first week. You're doing this good, Antoine. Yeah. Congrats, man. Yeah. Congrats. Oh, thank you. That, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, I really want to work here. You know, I need the job. I need it. You know, but it's it's crazy out there. You could go out there. Uh, it's like on the job training. You know, it's like you're. Yeah. It's let like, me let me uh, let me put my stuff in my locker and then finish yeah. clocking in and I know. stretch. You got it because Astrid Astrid has been here the longest. I mean, mm -hmm. her metal leg, the shrapnel that's in her back. Ow. All of that stuff happened right here at this Victoria's Secret. Yeah. And she's, yeah, she's been here for over 20 years and she just won't quit. She loves this place. Okay. Yeah, taking a day off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I sit in the back now. Mm -hmm. I do that. I can handle. Oh, you're like, you're like Danny Glover of Victoria's Secret. <laughs> she's wise. Inner strength. You know, I, I, I used to be the manager until I got shot. And then, yeah. Now I'm back into the back and stand mm -hmm. away. Was that from Adam? Did he need help? Yeah. Okay, guys. Mm -hmm. They brought the lady with the crossbow. She she left. Mm, so, good. Uh, good, good. But now we got people. I don't know where they got these rocks from, but they're out here throwing rocks. And then somebody in the mall. And, and somebody got some nunchucks. I do not know what's going on. How many people are out there fighting, Adam? Do you know? I, well, uh, it's you didn't count. Finally, Ronnie. Finally, yeah. Ronnie. Fucking yeah, it's a, it's a war zone out there. I need you in your riot gear. Uh, I want you to go and get the riot gear out of the cabinet. Let's put it on. Let's strap up. How are we going to do this? I'm on my lunch break. Well, after your break, I want you okay. in the the riot gear with the Billy Club, and we, we're going out there. You are leaving. Well, I I've been out there. I've been doing the fight. We Good. Cut, uh, we cut to Ronnie having a uh, interview with the new hire. <clears throat> Look, Antoine. Uh, you know, I, I I really need you on the team. Um, I see you've got a good martial arts background. Um, I know it doesn't seem like. Victoria's Secret is the kind of place where that would come in handy, but you'd be surprised. Um, yeah. And I don't know if you have familiarity with, uh, with out there. weapons of any kind. Uh, if you've done any training in, in the military at all, that grenade, would be grenade, also. Grenade. Yep. I mean, just say, you know, it, we, it's a rough. We're in a rough place out here. So I don't want you to get scared, but I mean, it pays well. I know you need the job. So what do you say? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I've never officially served, but when the uh, the last movie ever came out, got a little crazy out there. I learned a thing or two, so I think right. uh, I think I think it prepared me for this. All right. Well, hey, you're welcome aboard. Uh, I need you there. You know, first thing, nine a.m. on Saturday. Do you uh, know that you're you're bleeding out of your ear. Yeah, it? it's it. It happens, you know. It was it was a little rough. We had a sale this morning, and uh, we're gonna have a scene. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the can't tell us nothing show. Everybody, thank you so much yeah. for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs>
And shout, shout out, out to, to the, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my guests. Um, I had yeah. a lovely time with them in the class, and obviously a lovely time with them on the podcast. Shout out to them. Kiss them, hug them whenever you nice. see them. Uh, <laughs> you guys want to say anything? Plug anything or share anything? Just thanks for having me. Um, and I'll here and thanks um, for inviting us on your show. I've had nothing to plug, but just thanks. Yeah, thanks. Oh. That was really cool, guys. It was so fun. Nice to meet you, too. Oh, well, nice. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Well, then, yeah. I, also, I also want to shout out the people in the chat. Uh, Shauna, Carol, Erica, Carlos, Demetria, Chicken Joe Clark, Cameron Smith, Miranda. <laughs> oh, so we got... Yeah, yeah. Shana. You got Shana? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for stopping by, leaving a comment. If you didn't leave a comment, thank you so much for watching anyway. DJ Comfy, get them tunes ready for John, for Tandy, for myself, for Michi. Can't tell us nothing to show everybody. See you next week. Oh my God, we're back again. <laughs> <laughs>